This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, June 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. An upgrade to Buy California. Bill expanding sick leave passes. Public backs farmers COVID-19 aid and decoupling from China on Trump's table. Lawmaker aims to beef up the Buy California program. A new bill seeks to reduce the amount of exemptions for CDFA's Buy California program. The public-private partnership encourages food retailers to purchase local products, but it allows exceptions when other bids come in lower. This week, Assemblymember Eduardo Garcia of Coquitella put together a bill to change that. It would prohibit a retailer from selling anything grown outside of California unless the product is not available from farms located in the state. It does not add any criminal penalties for violators, however. Next, Garcia created the measure just a day before the assembly departed for a month-long summer recess. Yet the bill he cannibalized for the measure currently resides in the Senate, which has two weeks until recess. Remember, Senate Bill 730 in 2017 required the Education Department to support schools in complying with the federal Buy American provision. The bill raised concerns that spending state tax dollars on imported food contributed to greenhouse gas emissions. In 2019, however, growers in the heart of California's peach country were still finding imported peaches in school lunches. Assembly passes bill on expanding paid sick leave. The Assembly passed a measure yesterday that would expand unpaid and minimally paid sick leave for employees. According to Assemblymember Ash Cholera of San Jose, California's leave protections are woefully inadequate to respond to this pandemic and other public health emergencies. Cholera and his co-authors argued in the additional three days of sick leave would help immigrants and women who have been disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. Standing in opposition, Republican Heath Flora, who represents part of the San Joaquin Valley, pointed out the bill has no urgency clause and would not take effect until January. He said that this is something legislators have tried to do for a while. Flora also pushed for an exemption for small business owners. While still in support, fellow Democrats Adrian Najazari and Al Marasucci, both of Los Angeles, agreed a bill should not treat mom-and-pop small businesses like larger corporations. Assemblymember Lena Gonzalez of San Diego countered that most businesses already offer this leave. She said those restaurants and flower shops don't want employees infecting others. Gonzalez did acknowledge that amendments can still be made as the Senate takes up the bill. Remember, Calra asked Governor Newsom in April to expand paid sick leave for farm workers to two weeks and require hazard pay. On that note... The Senate Appropriations Committee approved a measure on workers' compensation yesterday. In contrast to Newsom's temporary order, this bill would allow employers to dispute a claim that a COVID-19 infection occurred on the job. The committee also passed a measure proposing $50 million in workforce development grants for Central Valley farm workers, among others. Poll. Public sees pandemic impact on food system. Backs aid. 
A new poll finds strong public support for compensating farmers for the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. The morning consult survey done for the American Farm Bureau Federation found that 53% of adults believe farmers have been affected a lot by the COVID-19 crisis. Another 23% believe there has been at least some impact on producers. Some 52% of Americans say they strongly support providing financial assistance to farmers, and another 32% are somewhat supportive. Only 6% of those polled are opposed to assisting farmers. Some other findings, well, 85% of those polled think the pandemic has affected the food supply chain. 59% believe that agriculture should be classified by the government as a matter of national security. This poll was conducted June 6th and 7th among 2,200 adults. Shortages at grocery stores and other food supply chain shockwave caused by the pandemic gave many people a new understanding of the crucial role of America's farmers and ranchers and the importance of their survival through the COVID-19 economic storm. That the word of AFBF President Zippy Duvall. White House pushes back on Bolton claims. President Trump and administration officials are pushing back hard against accusations by former National Security Advisor John Bolton that Trump asked China's president for help in currying favor with America's farmers. Trump painted Bolton as a disgruntled employee in a Thursday tweet, calling him a sick puppy. And White House trade advisor and China critic Peter Navarro told reporters the accusations were untrue. He said, quote, my take on him is Big Lie Bolton. It's book deal Bolton. He is doing it for the money. That's pretty clear. And my view is it's Washington Swamp equivalent of revenge porn, Navarro said. By the way, Vanity Fair says it has an unredacted version of Bolton's book that quotes Trump as telling Xi Jinping, I'll probably win anyway, so don't hurt my farms. Buy a lot of soybeans and wheat and make sure we win. Well, take note, Representative Ron Kind, a senior member of the House Ways and Means Committee, which oversees trade policy, tells AgriPulse that Bolton's claims need to be investigated. But Kind also is uh, concerned that China ultimately won't fulfill its commitments under the Phase 1 agreement. I'm skeptical. I know a lot of other people are skeptical just because of the economic hit that China's taking right now. The goal is to try to get China back to at least where they were pre-trade war in terms of U.S. ag trade. You can watch our interview with Kind on this week's Washington Week in Review. Trump, U.S. has decoupling option. Trump has recently cast doubt on the trade deal himself and Thursday, he tweeted that the U.S. has an option under various conditions of a complete decoupling from China. The tweet was apparently in reaction to comments made Wednesday by U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer at the House Ways and Means Committee hearing. Lighthizer dismissed the idea of severing all trade ties with China. Responding to a question, Lighthizer said, Do I think that you can set down and decouple the United States economy from the Chinese economy? No. I think that was a policy option years ago. I don't think it's a reasonable policy option at this point. Here's today's He Said It. Bottom line, 
we fail in the Delta because we are using decision-making processes from earlier eras when only collaboration will work in a 21st century collaborative era. That Tim Quinn, a water policy expert at Sanford University in a conversation on the future of California's battle over Bay Delta flows. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, June 19th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.